0: Hello. Welcome to Light Warrior Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Karen Can, author of the number one bestseller, Guide to Healing Chronic Pain: A Holistic Approach. And if you are a sensitive soul, would like some help with uh, overwhelm and being overstimulated, you definitely want to get a uh, copy of my clearing protection spray formula. You can make it right at home to help clear your aura, to help you feel more calm and more centered and get that at LightWarriorSupport.com. Now today we are going to have a special guest, Yana Arseneau, who is a friend and colleague of mine in the chronic pain relief field. In fact, she is the creator of the pain freedom method and I'm super excited to have her on the show today. Uh, I want to tell you a little bit about how I met Yana so I met her through the Wellness Leadership Academy. And um, this is really amazing because in this academy there's all these wellness leaders with uh with their what we call their magic, you know, and Yana has a very interesting story about her own pain journey. So if you know someone with some physical pain, please share the show right now, the link to the show right now. And in a moment, I'll be opening up a chat so you can post your questions there. You can also call in live. The number to call in live to get some expert uh, pain relief suggestions, mentoring, coaching from Yana is 818-514-1190. And just hit one so we know your hand is up. Again, 818. 514, and 1190. Okay, so let me me share what we're going to be talking about today. Um, I love this. Yana says that uh, you can become your own pain whisperer. I love that. Okay, so what we're going to be covering today is why your pain is not just an anatomical issue. So many people that I meet are so focused on the physical, right? Like, oh, it's my rotator cuff, or my x-ray shows, you know, um, uh, osteoarthritis, I've got a whatever dislocation, like they're always focused just on anatomical, and I am in total agreement with Yana that it's not just physical. She's also going to cover the three mistakes that you're making in the healing process, Also, how and why your pain is connected to your emotions, and I love that, of course. And, of course, what you're going to be able to do about it. So, like I said, if you or someone you love in chronic pain, definitely, even if, you know, if you're listening on the replay, whatever, just share this link with them because I think it's going to be super important. And we're going to be asking Yana a little later about where you can connect to her to get some free resources and maybe even the conversation with Yana just to see, um, you know, where you're at and uh, what next has to happen in order for you to free yourself from chronic pain. So, without further ado, welcome, Yana.
1: Well, hello there, Karen. How are
0: you? I'm great. Thank you. I'm so excited you're on the show, my dear. I, I love meeting you. How many times? What? Three times a year, right?
1: Three times a year. I no. know. I wish it yeah. could be more. Three times a
0: year. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's so great. Uh, so I'm so appreciative you're on today. And I know that you have your own very, very personal healing journey. I would love for you to share uh, your story with our listeners before we ask uh, you know delve into the material for today
1: absolutely so first and foremost karen i just want to say thank you so 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 much for having me on the show you know it's really been my mission now knowing what i know to drive it into the world as much as possible so again Mm. thank you so very kindly my
0: pleasure my pleasure
1: i'm going to give a little rewind to my life to when i was about 19 years old i was in two major car accidents three weeks apart and wow. I did suffer, I did suffer some injuries, but here's the thing. I did conventional therapies, and I healed from it without mm. having any pain. And then I was in a relationship and, you know, thought this person was the end all be all. And, you know, all of us, you know, majority of us have gone through this where, you know, the, the relationship changes, you know, feelings change. But I ultimately thought this, this was the person I was going to marry. This was the person that was going to be my end all be all. And unfortunately, you know, the carpet was pulled from beneath my feet. And when that happened, it unleashed emotional content I never even knew was in my subconscious at all. And during that journey of the breakup, I went to bed one day completely fine, woke up the next day, I had chronic back and neck pain to the point where I couldn't even move my head without jarring, stabbing, feeling like I was literally electrocuted. <gasps> wow. Wow. So, so, of course, what's the first thing I do? And as anybody else there out there right now that only knows, you know, what they know, You go to the hospital or you go to the doctors, you get all the tests, you get the MRIs, you get the ultrasounds, all to find out that, hey, Yana, there is nothing wrong with you. Or, Mm. you know, it's just in your head. There's no way you can be in this much pain. There's nothing that's showing any disruption of your spinal cord, your vertebrae in your neck, muscles, everything is fine. So, repetitively, I I went from doctor to doctor. I went from practitioner to practitioner. And when I say practitioner, practitioner, your conventional therapies like massage therapy, chiropractic. And Mm -hmm. I just was not attaining results. So, it wasn't until uh, when I talked about, you know, it unleashing some of my emotions from my subconscious, when I had to sit down with my parents because literally had a breakdown and Mm. really found out, you know, about the content and things that had happened to me as a child, because here was the doorway of, of, you know, insight for myself where I talked about seeing the light in the dark. There were days, and I know there's many people out there. There were days where I would have really good days and then really, really bad days, meaning I was diving for my medication. And of course, then my only, the only thing that I thought I could use was, was pain opiates or anti-inflammatories. Mm-hmm. and the more i would use those the more i was using those the more it uh, it calmed the pain down but then it was an addictive tendency because it's the only thing that i had so now going back to where you know i had good days and bad days i started to journal and figure out on the days that i was having not such great days my emotions and uh, were were out of control versus my my good days where I was having, you know, good feeling days. And so that is what started the journey of and the birthing of pain freedom method, because I knew that there was a doorway and an opening, but nobody could answer those questions. Nobody knew why I would have good days and or why I'd have bad days. So that really kind of birthed the process of, of, you know, pain freedom method. And now fast-forwarding to now I don't take any type of pain medication and literally live in a pain free, you know, life daily. And I, I teach it that. to my clients. Right. And, and through the process, like I became a practitioner of my, of my own, and I've been practicing for almost 20 years and the clients that come in, it's funny. Now here's a great statistic that I have really documented in my own clinic. Out of five patients that come in, before we even go into session, four of them document and say that they have less pain, just simply oh. through some of the techniques that I bring them through. Absolutely, yes.
0: Which I Whoa. honestly
1: it blows my mind that that their pain decreases so fast, even to this day. So I think we should. If if you if you're thinking we should hone in on when clients come in or when I work with my coaching clients online, because I know many of the listeners may not be local, I work with people globally because the one thing that really has helped the client, because they don't sometimes know what is going on emotionally with them. They only know that they have chronic pain, they only know that their life quality is has gone down the drain. They can no longer play golf, they can no longer do, you know, the walking they want to do, play with their grandchildren or their children on the floor. They only mm-hmm. know the anatomical aspect of it. So for myself, I tap into their emotional content. So I I pick up their physical pain. I can tell you what type of pain people have, but then the emotional connection to that pain is a really big part because a lot of people as I said Uh, they are, those emotions are playing in the background and they're not even realizing that they're playing. And I want to cover those two, which are repression and suppression. So repression is unconscious. So your unconscious brain is suppressing those emotions. And generally it's because you've gone through something pretty horrific in in your life, in childhood. Mm. And suppression is when you consciously suppress something. So let's say, you know, you and your wife or husband and wife are in a fight, and the next day you have to go into work. Well, it's not professional to be sobbing or to show emotion right. <laughs> or speak about what's really going on, right? So we put that mask on, right, Karen? And we pretend like nothing is happening,
0: right? We're professionals, right?
1: So right. we suppress that emotion press the emotion and what ends up happening is this happens all the time and we teach it we teach it to our children all the time now Mm. the one window that i want to really open for people if they are sitting there right now listening to this and wondering to themselves wow could my could my emotions really be linked to my pain in the first seven years And these are your imprinting years, meaning that what you know, what you have learned is all attained and sustained through the first seven years. So from in utero to seven years, and there is scientific evidence now that can lead you into epigenetics 15 years plus back, that you attain energetic and emotional content, good or bad positive or negative, from your parents. Now, those first seven years, you only know what you know through what you have been through, who you have been taught from, and or picked up belief systems from through simple, uh, energetic situations that you've been in. And sometimes people are not even aware that things have happened to them because they repress going back to that that unconscious brain, you've repressed those emotions. You're not even aware of what's really going on. All you know is what's happening in front of you right now is Mm -hmm. the fact that you are in physical pain and you cannot move. Right. That's so great that you differentiated the two. And I know
0: there's some people on the line are probably thinking, what, you want me to cry and burst out in tears at work? And I know that your answer is no, that's not what we want you to do.
1: (laughs) No, no. (laughs) So here's the thing, Karen, the clients that I work with, what they learn, and of course, I work with clients for three months, six months, and a year, what you learn is tapping into the emotional content of what is going on in your life, and you are no longer Going to be charged by your emotions. You're no longer going to be. I always talk about being electrocuted by your emotions because you can mm-hmm. think about. So I'm going to use this example because this is raw for me, and this has just happened within the first week. This this last week. So last Tuesday, we had to put our first uh, fur baby to sleep because he was sick yeah. with the heart. He was sick with a heart um, heart murmur, and. You know, it was excruciating for me. And I, I, wrote, um, I wrote out to, you know, my team and, you know, all the pain freedom method friends out there and pain freedom friends about the fact that my heart center ached and it, and it, it hurts. Mm. But, and I don't, and I'll tell you quite frankly, I don't remember feeling this type of ache in my heart since when I was in my 20s. And this time, instead of tucking and suppressing it and people going, are you okay? And me saying, Karen, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. And you battle through it. You want to be this big person. You want to be the person that is shown as strong and you get anything. And yes. Right. Yeah, and the majority yeah. do this, Especially, you know, in our workplaces, in our families. And instead of doing that this time, I allowed my emotions to flow. So if I needed to mm-hmm. cry, I would cry. If I needed to talk about it, I'd talk about it. Whereas in our society, we, there's almost a shame around having sadness or feeling sad. right? There's kind of a stigma right. around it. Or don't, don't hang your dirty laundry out to dry. Well, yes, oh, I'm sorry. Very I don't ancient. have dirty laundry. <laughs> right. I don't have dirty laundry. I have laundry. And if it needs right, to be right. hung right. out to dry, okay. I am going to hang it out to dry. So your emotional content no longer electrocutes you or it doesn't give you a charge. So, which means you can feel the emotion. You can, you, you become the watcher, you watch your emotions, Mm -hmm. how they come into play. And then the bigger aspect of, you know, deeper into what people have been through is when you have been through something in your life, whether it is uh, for this, for this time's sake, We're just going to talk about, you know, negative, whether you've been in an abusive relationship or you had physical, mental, emotional abuse. And I will tell you, everybody's traumas are different and nobody's traumas can be compared to each other. Right. So so what ends up happening is when people understand what they have been through and it's not about going back to the story because your body and your brain know no different. So I never go back to the story. I go back to the emotional charge that Mm. you have carried forward, right? Because you have about 80,000 thoughts a day. 90% of them are from the day before, right? (laughs) So how much have you brought back? How much have you brought forward from your childhood? Right. Majority of the content. So people don't understand. So here's the biggest part. Everything that plays out in front of you, is an energetic frequency. You understand this, Karen. Yeah. It's an energetic frequency, and it's what you are being. And until you understand that you, all these energetic and emotional situations are arising is either, A, because you have experienced something, and you have created an energetic pattern or a story or a belief system around that certain situation. So, for example, I'm going to use me for example. In my 20s, I made a bargain with higher being that if I could get rid of this hole in my chest, if I could just move, you know, move on, I promised I would never allow myself to feel this way again. And when I made that bargain, I sure look for that every single day. I look, I've looked in every situation so that I never really quite became attached to a person I didn't really become attached to you know, this situation, all because I built a wall around my heart because I never, ever, ever wanted to allow myself to feel that hurt again. I never wanted to allow myself to feel that vulnerable again. And I know people who are listening right now, I know it's digging bells because there is so many people out there that close themselves off from emotional content simply because something Bad has happened in their life, but here's the thing: these emotions, these human emotions, are charged, and they're charged for a reason because they allow you and let you know that you are full of life, and that they don't have to feel that bad. And you, the people that have, and my clients that have gone through the pain freedom the method, they understand now it's about recognizing and feeling, and then moving through the emotion. And that that's the biggest part. So I want to go back to when I I was talking about trauma and everybody's traumas are unique. I'm going to use this example. So a child is going down an escalator and they're having fun. They're having fun. They're with their parents. They feel safe. And all of a sudden they get to the end of the escalator and their shoelace gets caught in the escalator. And that child's foot is being drawn into the escalator. And the child is just going crazy in fear, thinking they're going to lose their foot. No, my goodness. And they're feeling pain. The adult pulls the shoelace out. But in that moment, the fight and flight that the the child's body went through, just that whole situation created a trauma within the body.
0: Mm. Like a memory. And
1: Yes, a memory. And it energetically imprints into us. And that can be at any, and, and that can be generally at any age. For example, you can have somebody who has uh, gone gone into a relationship, and in in the relationship, there's abuse, there's emotional abuse, years of it, which is creating trauma after trauma after trauma. Meaning, you know, maybe I can't trust people. Maybe the only mm-hmm. people I can trust are people that hurt me. It can also go the opposite. Mm-hmm. So right. it's really it's really understanding that. Everybody's traumas are unique. Nobody's trauma is worse than another because it impacts us in a way that we are so very much unaware of. And when you understand the emotional content, your, your emotional charges, going back to the anatomical pain, I will tell you right now, within the first couple weeks of, of my program, people attain and sustain pain freedom.
0: That's amazing. Simply by understanding.
1: Well, their pain is telling them something, Karen. It's like when we have synchronicities. So for example, Mm -hmm. and I'm going to use this week for example. I'm going to use just raw examples. So for this week. So my puppy, my my fur baby, this week. And I was really having such a very hard time with this. And I don't know if anybody is, you know, Uh, really understand synchronicities. There's some people who only believe in coincidences, but I believe that synchronicities are there to feel the, the soul and human connection to each other and understanding that everything is energy. So it was about a day, day and a half after we had put him to sleep. And I was walking, my children were playing at the playground, and I was walking around the perimeter of the park.
0: And I walked
1: up and I saw this squirrel on the ground. And of course, squirrels run away from you right?
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not this squirrel. The squirrel just looked at me and then it got up on its hind legs and it started doing this thing with its arm as in, come here, come here. <laughs> and I thought I was, such, I seriously cared. I even took pictures. I was just, is this really happening? So I walked <laughs> towards it. I walked closer to it and it kept doing this, like, come here towards its chest, come here. So I walked again a little bit and it was probably maybe four feet away from me. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it and then I look up And the bigger picture was there was something looking at me even bigger through the bushes. And it was a deer, a very big deer. Wow. And the emotional and calmness and just put a smile on my face. And then the squirrel kind of scurried up the tree as soon as I, as soon as I got it, it was like, it was trying to tell me something. And then I was walking along and I huge, huge bunny rabbit this is all within a five minute span. A huge bunny rabbit wow. walks out in front of me, and then I was swooped by two blue jays. Hmm. So synchronicities happen, and if you are, if you're quiet enough to see them and understand them, they appear, right? Mhm. Yeah, so, absolutely. I don't want to get off on a tangent, but it it rolls into so much that people don't understand that their bodies is a compass. And your pain is trying to tell you something. And the worse your pain is, the more, you know, you're, you're really, it, it's speaking to you in a loud content. So I want to talk about why people think that it's only anatomical, okay? And why conventional mm-hmm. therapies will sometimes help. Uh, and I've, you know, there and I'm not talking about just, you know, somebody who hurt their shoulder. I'm talking about chronic, chronic pain. So why people with anatomical and we go in and we um, we have, let's say a massage treatment or a chiropractic treatment or um, acupuncture done, you tend to relax during that session, right? Right. And instead of being in the, the charge of the emotion, right. You relax Mm -hmm. and you let go and the pain kind of just dissipates. Right.
0: Mm -hmm. So
1: the other thing is as well is when you are in um, in in the in the emotional charge and you don't want to feel those emotions, I want to talk about the brain so there's a mechanism in the brain that is absolutely fabulous that people don't understand, and it's really great at decoying you so a lot of people don't realize that when they are asking themselves not to feel this emotion or you know the repression. Remember, there's suppression and repression. So if you're, you're saying to yourself, I just can't deal with this right now, and I don't want to feel this way, whether you know you've had a fight with a family member or you're in a relationship that's no good, and the list can go on and on, the brain will actually temporarily deprive oxygenated blood to certain parts of the body, i.e., muscles, tendons, nerves, ligaments, not enough to damage it, but just enough to cause a horrific amount of pain. And There's been study after study that have have started to prove in this. So when we talk about anatomical and now going back to conventional therapies, when you relax and you let go of the stressors in your life and or the emotional content that you don't even know is playing in the background, voila, you have pain freedom. And then you may have a day or two where you're pain-free, but then you go back into your life armed with zero tools. You're very much unaware of what's playing in the background. And all of a sudden the pain comes back. And you're left wondering, yeah. okay, so am I going to spend you know thousands and thousands of dollars to get rid of this pain? Or maybe I won't even ha- or maybe I'll never even get rid of this pain, right? It's just going to be my life having zero quality of life and having this pain. <laughs>
0: Well, I used to take the anti inflammatories like they were candy and created all sorts of leaky guts. And uh, in addition to all sorts of other medications I was taking when I was like professor at UCLA, I could write my own prescription. And uh, yeah, that was not the answer. I was in an unhappy marriage and um, wouldn't admit it. I tried to fix it, tried to fix it, tried to fix it. And it wasn't until I went totally down into fibromyalgia, chronic fatigue, you know, like partially disabled. That I really woke up and and like you said, you know, I started addressing these deeper,
1: you know, these deeper issues because
0: that, that that pain was not going to go away until I addressed what my spirit wanted to address. So this is
1: really important stuff. It is. It really, really is, Karen. Thank you for sharing because you know I have to say, my anti anti inflammatories besides like Tylenol codeine, so the opiates, the 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 ibuprofens were you know, the the drug of choice. And what people don't realize is the long-term effects that those medications have. So when we talk about the three mistakes, so the first mistake I want to dive into is thinking that pain medication is your only choice mm-hmm. and it is not pain. And I'm going to say yeah. it again, pain medication, it's a choice. And I'll tell you right now, I'm not against Medication or prescription, whatsoever, there is a time and a place for it.
0: Absolutely. However,
1: if you have chronic pain, there's a reason why you have chronic pain. And even going back to uh, the anatomical structure, Karen, there has been proven fact that individuals who have slipped discs or abnormalities in the spine have lived without pain. Yep. So, why I is I love it telling that story. There I know right, so why is it that there's people that have that have uh you know abnormalities abnormalities of the spine and they have no pain versus people who have abnormalities, and it is said that they have pain and I'll tell you right now there's not a lot of scientific background to blame a a disc bulge or so on and so forth that that mm-hmm. is the pinpoint as to why somebody has pain. And that was mind blowing for me when I found that research. It's mind blowing. Mind blowing.
0: It is mind blowing. Yeah, because everybody
1: wants to have
0: that definitive answer. They want to say they want to point the X ray or the CT scan or MRI and say that's why I have pain, right? Because like, and that's and their doctors don't help sometimes because we're like, oh well, you have you know spinal stenosis, and da da da, you know. Like I literally, like I really, really did not want to do like an MRI on one of my elderly patients, but he kept doing certain kinds of physical activity that I I, I was against, but I thought, Mm oh, I'm going to have to prove it to him, you know? So I did the MRI and he had, you know, spinal stenosis. And I said, look, I would really like you not to to do this activity for now, please. You know, the problem with that is that then they get hooked on that X-ray or CAT scan. They think that's their life, you know, and it's like hard to come back from that.
1: That is an mind blowing. Great point. Because, what ends up happening is people identify their identity with their pain or their dis-ease. Yeah. And there are so many, and I'm, I'm going to touch on this because there are going to be people that are listening to this and who are just not ready to heal They're d- or just not ready to move through the pain. I, I tend not to to say heal. I tend to, to, tend to say moving through pain because you mm. understand that it's a tool and you can move through it. It's telling you something. So if you utilize it, it's magnificent. Your life becomes so much more enriched when you understand that your body is a compass and it's a tool to tell you what's really going on. So going back to what you had said, where, you know, people are identifying with that scan or identifying with, you know, the disease. There are some people who are just not ready and that is okay. Because it is scary for people who are not ready to step away from the one thing that has identified their life. Yeah. They then go into the fear of, okay, so then who am I really? And if they're not ready to do the work and they're not ready and you know this, Karen, you've been through it. If they're not ready to move through what they have been through and what they are going through and what they keep creating in their lives on a day-to-day basis, then it's not going to happen. Period. Mm. They make that choice. So going back to three mistakes, we have buying into the fact that pain opiates are the only option. Number two, thinking that it's just anatomical. So if you have chronic back pain and, you know, you feel like it's this muscle or that muscle, or, you know, you strain your back, if it's chronic the, that's an opening in a doorway that's cracked open and it's telling you to walk through it. Wow. And, now, and and you know, if I could just say this, going back to the opportunity that your body is trying to tell you something. I, I used that visual for a very long time. Every time I felt that stitch of pain, every time, and I was still trying to figure it out, the emotional content. I would visualize that window being cracked open and I would walk through either the window or the door and I would better Mm -hmm. understand what was on the other side. Because in the pain, in the negativity, in feeling alone, you feel like you're in the dark and there's always light in the dark because if you were to even Spark a lighter or light a candle. The room is no longer dark, is it, Karen? Right. So it's understanding you have a choice. You have a choice to stay in the dark or walk into the light. Mm -hmm. I think
0: sometimes for us, I don't know about you, Yana, but it's painful sometimes for me to witness. I mean, it's not a pain that I keep carrying, but it's painful for me to witness people that I love, that I care for, not making that choice to walk through like they just keep focusing on the physical focusing on the x-rays focusing on which medication or shot or you know or 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 even worse oh it's just going to get better on its own and it doesn't right i just feel that pain like oh but I don't, I'm not, you know, I. I they didn't ask me for help, right? <laughs> you know, so I, I'm not, it's not my job to shake them and go, wake up. You know, like I know,
1: up. I know. But the fresh. the frustration's there because as I speak about it and because you know about it, you understand the simplicity of it. It is quite simplistic. Is it easy? No, it's not easy. Yeah. You, you know, <laughs> <Not> when one. <when, laughs> Once you understand and you start utilizing the tools and you move yourself through the process, it then becomes easier. But at first, it's not easy. Because quite frankly, I've dealt with, you know, some of my clients who've been sexually abused, who've had horrific trauma in their childhood, such as physical violence or, or emotional abuse, right? Mm. And like I said, it's not going back into those scenes, Right. It's about being able to understand the emotional content, what is electrically charging you and or electrocuting you and being able to move through it. Mm.
0: So what you're saying is we don't have to re-experience the trauma, which a lot of people are scared of doing. No, and that's why. No.
1: Yeah. Yeah. 100%. So in conventional therapies, you know, there is the talk therapy. Yeah. You talk about the situation. And it is a very, very, very good therapy. But when you have been through trauma as a child in those first seven years and or, you know, going into your adult, but for the better lack of saying right now, I'm talking about the first seven years, because there's a repression there and you don't remember it. Right. And then once you remember it, it's like, oh, my gosh, I can't even believe I repressed that. So it's almost like it's brand spanking new because your brain, it was so horrific that your brain repressed it because it was it was so horrific Mm -hmm. so it's not about going back to and visualizing what happened it's about understanding that emotional content so whether and I'll speak on behalf of myself you know some of the trauma that I went through as a child you know left a residue of anger rage depression I felt like I was abandoned. I felt very, um, uh, you know, at, at dis with everything. Mm. I was, there was a lot of shame that I was feeling around my body. And I'll give this mm. little tap of, you know, insight for everybody that's listening. Just for example, when you are feeling shame, the emotion shame. So whether you're looking at your body, so if you've been a child that was sexually abused and you have you know some some issues with, you know, having an intimate moment with your spouse and you feel shame in that space, know you are creating inflammation in the body. There's a ton of scientific backing that shows when you feel the emotion of shame, the output of your body is an anti-inflammatory response sorry pardon me is an inflammatory response Not anti- it's an f- inflammatory response mm-hmm. so for example people who have rheumatoid arthritis or arthritis and uh, a lot of it is resentment and or shame in the emotional content world now going back to the three mistakes the last one that I always, always, always talk to my patients about is the fact that when they're in the pain, they stop moving and they clench. Meaning if their neck hurts, they just kind of clench up their muscles and then they kind of twist at the torso. They don't want to move their neck. And there's two things that happen here. Number one, you're making the muscles stiff up even more. When you stop moving, you're not bringing fresh oxygenated blood to the area. And number two, you are shutting the brain muscle connection down. So a lot of people Mm. don't realize, yes, a lot of people don't realize that they're using their mind to shut those muscles down. And then you can get atrophy and weakening of the muscles. Totally shut down. And then you have other muscles that are compensating for that, which makes it even worse. I have a client to this day. So she's, uh, she, she attains pain freedom, but she's still working on it this day. And I want to say it's been what, three years now since, since her back pain started, maybe even four years. I want to say four years, but she is still rehabbing in Pilates to turn, to get those muscles to turn back on. Wow. Wow. Yes. So people do not even realize this is something that can happen. They just clam up and and clench their muscles as tight as they can so that they don't feel the pain. What they don't mm-hmm. realize is they're making it 10 times worse.
0: Mm-hmm. No, I totally agree with you. And uh, even your story, we were talking about how you kind of woke up you know, just having this pain not be able to move your neck. That was my story too. Like I literally woke right? up one day, could not move my neck, went to the chiropractor, didn't help. And that was, that was the, the, the straw that so-called break, break the camel's back. My, my, my psyche was like, that's it. I, I can't take another day of this. And boom. Yeah. Yeah. That's, uh, it's so, if people can
1: live in this in years. I want to say, so that was 19. Mm-hmm. Around, oh, sorry, the accidents happened when I was 19. So, I want to say I was the age of 21 when it started. And for 15 and a half years. So, it was quite a long time that I've, you know, I was using painkillers, so on and so forth. And, you know, now looking where I'm at right now, now I'm in the process of repairing my gut. And, repairing yes. the damage that I have done with all those years of using pain opiates and especially, especially anti-inflammatories.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep.
1: And if what I realized that that,
0: that, that is pretty, I mean, long-term it's, it's, it's pretty harmful. I, I mean, like I said, I, I took that stuff like candy because I thought it
1: was safe it and it's yep. not. And it's not. It is not. I had the stuff. Karen, I had it in my purse. I had it in my filing cabinets. I had yeah, it in my car. Yeah. I mean, it was like my lifeline. <laughs> it absolutely was my lifeline.
0: Yeah.
1: I, naprosin was my drug of choice. <laughs> Yours was exactly. my choice. open. mine was naprosin. Oh yeah. So, it's, so I know. So and people right now that are listening or they know of somebody who's in chronic pain, those points are the only points that they know. And they, you know, their their anatomical reaction and or only knowing to go get therapy, only knowing that, you know, take this pain medication and you're going to feel better versus what is really going on? Why am I having this pain and what is it trying to tell me?
0: Right. Right. Well, and this is the big gap in, in, you know, Western conventional medicine. And of course I can say this cause I'm a medical doctor been trained in Western medicine and is that, yeah, we, we kind of touch on, you know, stress, right. We'll say, well, you know, you should get stress relief or, you know, you should not be so stressed. So that's about as, as far as the advice goes, you know, we right. don't really dig deep into this kind of thing, which is absolutely necessary. Um, and we're just wanting to get the patient out of pain quickly, So here, here's this medication, here's some steroids, here's an injection, you know, and when they feel better, we feel better, but then when it becomes chronic, then we're like, uh uh-oh, Mrs. Jones is back, Uh uh-oh, you know, because we have done everything that we know to do, so what we don't know, we we don't know, and you're absolutely right, that that, um, we have to be compassionate, right, to people and not, like, be angry at them for not knowing other stuff, Uh, but at the same time... um, ourselves too there's, there's always something we don't know
1: there is absolutely there is. Yeah. Well, I, one, I i love the fact oh sorry go ahead
0: no i just wanted to read this comment from tina on the chat um hello dr karen and yana the subject is so 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 true she put it in big letters true i had so much pain and many different things that i had including fibromyalgia I was taking four eighty milligrams of OxyContin and two Oxy every four hours. I got myself off by healing the emotions! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! Exclamation mark! The fiber was so bad I couldn't even have clothes touch my body. The pain I suffered in my past is mind blowing, and the freedom I have now is amazing. I know when I have any pain, I find this place I need to heal. And yes, Dr. Karen, the friends and family suffering is what hurts me, but I do my best not to get upset with them, but er, <laughs> they could be in more joy. We all have found, I have put my hammers away trying to get their attention, but at times I want to go get them out of their suffering. So thank you, Tina, for that comment. I'm sure Yana appreciates you writing that in.
1: Absolutely. Thank you so much, Tina. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, and I, I just want to say this. A great big hug and a pat on the back to you for really taking the journey of moving through those emotions and now living a pain-free life, understanding that you can and absolutely will heal yourself and moving through those emotions if you truly want to. Because it's a journey, never a destination. Right? Right. So in understanding that it's a journey and understanding that there is so much for you to learn in this, you know, in your soul's journey and, you know, what you've been through in your life and what you're going to go through in your life. Being empowered by understanding the emotional content is one of your biggest drivers. It is the difference between having a life where you feel miserable, everything going wrong, being in chronic pain, versus feeling bliss, joy, happiness. It truly is a choice. It really is a choice. And living, this is another thing that I talk about, living from your heart center and creating coherence in the body is, is unbelievable because when you become present in your moments in life, it's so different versus only living from the emotions that you have learned from your past. So you really are the driver. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. People don't realize that they can be much more empowered than we are taught to be. And uh, what I love about your work and and what you're presenting too is all that science, you know, that science basis for this. This is not just pie in the sky, woo woo crazy stuff. I mean, this stuff yeah. is backed by science, you know? It's just that, that medicine and conventional medicine has not caught up. It usually takes, what, 30, 50, whatever years it is to catch up to the science. That's current. So that's why this that you know, the kind of programs that you have are so important. I know for myself and my sensitive soul people, one of the issues that we come up with is that not only do we have our own emotions to kind of take care of and deal with we are so empathic that we tend to feel other people's emotions and their pain, literally physically in our body. Sometimes if we're very clairsentient. and I know you're very empathic and clairsentient. So we've got to like be ourselves fully. And that's some of the 100%. things that you teach in your program, that process of being yourself so that all that is not us just, you know, transmutes, washes away, whatever's for the highest and greatest good. I think that's a very important skill set
1: hundred percent, a hundred percent, that it is a difference, you know, for individuals. And I'm really glad that you brought that up because even for myself, you know, I knew that I had the gift from when I was very, very young, but once I started working with individuals on a day-to-day basis that were in chronic pain, so people would come to my clinic and they never, ever had to tell me what hurt because I knew what hurt and I told them. I would always tell them what was hurting That's on amazing. them. That's And I never, I did not, I've never broadcasted about having superpowers or anything like that because at the end of the day, you know, I feel like there's a lot of fear around that for other people, right? And if mm-hmm. you are not harnessing, so all the light walkers that are out there listening, if you're not harnessing what you have, it's really kind of going against the current. It's like trying to go upstream instead of downstream. So in going upstream and fighting that current, you're not authentically you know, living your soul's journey and path. So going back to you know, people coming into the clinic and feeling that, one of the biggest things that was an eye-opener was when I would get the visuals the visuals and the sensations of the trauma that my clients have been through and then trying to articulate that. It is very very intense. However, I've, I've learned that uh, I have a choice to tap into it and I have a choice to turn it, basically turn it down or turn it off just to be in the present moment of my own body. And there was a time where it was, it was very challenging because I would carry it with me, mm-hmm. and just mm-hmm. as you said, especially in your programs, people do not know how to turn it off, and instead they run. That's right.
0: Exactly. exactly. So, and I know
1: exactly, I know exactly what you're talking about because there are, and there's so many people out there. There's more people, more and more and more amazing light workers that are coming to the surface, and it's for the greater good, and it's really to help each other and lift each other up with what we're
0: doing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. absolutely and we have to we have to take care of our own SHIT I mean even <laughs> like our own stuff because <laughs> we right. can't be a help to others when we can't even handle our own like in this case abilities that sensitivity and um, I think I think it's amazing like last time I when we were um, together and you were telling me about your um, you know, spiritual abilities, I had no idea, you know, prior to that, I suspected, but, you know, until you told me, it all kind of made sense, because I, I mean, that's like, I'd say 98% of my audience, you know, uh, my Facebook group, my, you know, my clients, I mean, they're, they're all, almost all sensitive soul types, and they all struggle, you know, with this issue, and I think what you're teaching the Pain Freedom Method is really super important, so, we can be in our space and process our stuff, and how are we even supposed to help others when we can't even process our own stuff?
1: Which is really big. Mm-hmm. And well, a lot of people. Can you tell us a little bit about
0: the pain freedom method then?
1: So, the pain freedom method is uh, depending on, I bring people through what's called a fitability assessment to make sure that they're ready. And then we dive into, so, if they're a person that is, you know, the, that the program suits. They then go into the first 12 week program. And what that entails are, you know, essentially modules that teach you, uh, number one. And now that I think about it, on my website, www.painfreedommethod.com, there is a beautiful PDF that you can download, and it's called Cracking the Brain Code. Mm-hmm. Or, pardon, Cracking the Pain Code. And what it does is it teaches you the steps to walk you through understanding what your pain is trying to do. So in the Excellent. method, I teach you, so I teach you what you, so you are, you're working closely with your yourself and understanding what the pain is trying to tell you. So you learn what the pain is telling you. You learn how to move through your emotions. So you no longer are electrocuted or, uh, Charged by your emotions, and then you learn how to sustain that. And then, on top of that, anybody who has anxieties or they feel scattered or anything like that, there are the simplistic tools that I give so that they are able to move through those. A majority of people who have anxiety, they learn and Understand why they're having anxiety, why their brain is in the red. And I help them move through and transition the brain back into the green
0: mm. so that
1: they don't allow their body nice. to, go, to go into fight and flight. So it, it really is a transition. And, you know, 12 weeks is a snapshot in time. And then after the 12 weeks, if they are still, you know, wanting and needing the support. I then do what's called continuity, where I offer uh, the same type of one-on-one time. So in, in the 12 weeks, we, we speak once a week uh, via Skype or phone or Zoom. But then continuity, we still do the same thing. And why that is important is because in pain-free method, they attain access to the modules for life. And any new content that I develop, I automatically give it to my tribe for free in pain freedom method. Because as wow. I grow, develop and evolve, there's pieces of pain freedom method that I add in there for them.
0: Right. Yeah, me too. We're so we're so
1: similar, huh. Anna. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I love so, it. I love it. Because even to this day, we are a creature of of habits and sometimes we end up going back to our old habits sometimes just even for yourself leaving we need support the divorce yes so there are people who have gone into continuity and continuity is really important because it really gives you the support that you need in the weeks to come after you learn the basics and mm-hmm. then I offer six and 12 months continuity
0: okay great so just to reiterate so the the pain freedom method uh is a uh, the original is a 12-week program where you have learning modules and one-on-ones with you for 12 weeks is that correct yes yes wow wow that's amazing yeah it's really amazing
1: i want to say the calls are about half they're about a half an hour, but I give mm-hmm. you know the lightning insights that come in because the in, you know, Oh yeah, the, you're fast. Uh, the, I know that. <laughs> the intuition and understanding the one beautiful gift that I, I have is what I hear what you're not telling me. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. So people can that. go on and on about something and it's because they're either not wanting to feel this type of emotion or not wanting to dip their toes in this situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: So, well and, that's the thing, is you're expert in this arena. So, you know, not 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 just because you're empath, but just because of that that experience of working with so many people, your own stuff that you're working through, like you can catch that stuff right away and not let people get so, you know, delved into their story for forty five minutes before they actually get an insight. It's it's a, it's really awesome. Yeah, this is really absolutely. great value. The time, yeah, the and, time
1: I've I've really recognized the time is very, very precious, right?
0: As yeah, a, as does anybody. Yeah.
1: So you get the lighting insights and then you move through into your life. Start living your life. Yeah. You're living it the way you want to live and you move and you don't have to reach for a bottle of pills. You don't have to worry about getting on the, the floor with your children, grandchildren. Mm. Have an intimate <sighs> life. That's Or your thing, puppy. Right? <laughs> oh, no. Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah. So painfreedommethod.com. Uh just in case you didn't catch that earlier, everyone that's on the call, either live or on the replay. And then if you are live, we have some time left if you want to call in and ask uh Yana a question. It's 818-514-1190. Hit one. So your hands up. Again, it's 818-514-1190 and just hit one. Uh or you can uh talk in the chat, just like uh Tina and I here. <laughs> um Perfect. Tina says, at times when the things show up, I hear myself saying, oh, it hurts. Instead, I turn it around and say, my body's got this. We can do this, and we can feel great. It's amazing how I realized later that um, that I don't feel it was a, that I was burnt by the pot lid, and at first I said, ouch, and then I got this great, great, great feeling, forgot about it, then days later realized I never felt the pain, but for a
1: second. Wow. <laughs> That's awesome, Tina. <laughs> that is awesome, Tina. Oh, my goodness. Thank you so much for sharing. Yeah,
0: it's just like she's doing this stuff on the
1: fly. I love it. I love it. Karen, example. the other thing I want to give them is I have something free for them. It's called the four-second freedom breath. And it is one of my techniques that I teach that help people get out of their pain, get out of anxiety. If you're scattered or you feel really stressed, it will bring you to neutral very fast, within literally within seconds. So I'll, you'll have the link, but it's called for the second freedom breath.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So I'm going to post that up in the light warrior network, Facebook group and the light warrior support group for those that are listening in that are part of my tribe. So we'll make sure that you have that. And, um, Oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That sounds great.
1: No, thank you. Thank you so much. And one last thing is, is if, they are looking for, if there's anybody out there that is looking for support, I have my own tribe that they're more than welcome to join. And if they were to, I can drop the link to you, which is Pain Freedom Method. And it's a, an amazing Facebook group. There's lots of great content in there. And, you know, when I have lightning insights, I always share them. And it's amazing the feedback and the results that people have attained and sustained just through being in the Facebook group.
0: Mm, beautiful, beautiful. Well, I, I just I just clicked join. <laughs> so you'll see that come through. Uh, yeah, no, that's great. So just to reiterate, you've, you've got you've got a freebie on the Pain Freedom Method website, right? And then you've got the breathing freebie. and We're going to post that link in our groups. Um, yes. and then also the Pain Freedom Method Facebook group, which is free to join. Yes.
1: Yes, it is free to join.
0: Yeah. It is absolutely nice.
1: free to join. Yes. Yeah. There's so much well, great that is, insight that, that you that you, that that you have, like anybody that, I mean, even if they weren't quite ready
0: to delve in, they can start kind of, you know, seeing what resonates a little bit, a little bit, a little, little bit, and, and, uh, it can make a big difference over time.
1: Well, it's funny the other day I was in the grocery store and somebody had stopped me and had said that they watch the videos all the time and they utilize the techniques and or the insights that I have given and it. It, it really has helped them. So it, it's very gratifying and just absolutely amazing that it can help so many people. It really does. And people do not have to suffer. Mm, they do not have to I suffer know. in chronic pain. And I want to say at this point, especially because teaching what I teach and knowing now what I know and seeing the results And there's one last story that I do want to share with you before we're done. Mm -hmm. You know, it is a choice whether they stay in the pain or not. And I know that sounds so crazy that somebody would much rather be in pain than pain freedom, but it really is a choice. There is a client that just graduated the 12-week program. And this individual had, I, I met the person last year and He had a kidney transplant. And when I first met him, uh, I was having coffee or tea with a friend. Long story short, I kept coming in contact with him. And he knew he found out what I'd done uh, as a a pain-freedom expert. And Hmm. at the end of the day, he ended up booking in a fitability assessment with me Mm -hmm. and joined the program. Now, this individual creatine levels so we're way off the charts. Blood pressure was way off the charts for over five years, even through the transplant. Four oh. weeks into the program, Aaron, went back every month. That individual had to go to the hospital to get checked. Yeah. And four weeks into the program, creatine levels were normal. Blood pressure <gasps> was normal.
0: Wow. Yes. Yeah. Wow! 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 Many, wow! That
1: is amazing testimonial. Wow. I love mm. it. So they'll see on on www. So If you go to the testimonials, there's video testimonials that people can can see and watch. The individual mm. that I was just speaking about, we're going to be videoing that uh, testimonial mm. soon. I just wanted to oh, uh, I great. wanted them to be graduated before <laughs> we had done it, but it just it it. It really is just, it's so dear to my heart and I'm so unbelievably grateful for the experiences that I've gone through, the childhood that I attained and I I chose to go through. And, you know, the many people that can learn from just this because life, life is miraculous and it gives you so many different, you know, so many different things and so many different choices in your life and you really can live happily and joyfully you really can and it's a choice
0: hmm. hmm.
1: absolutely beautiful Yana
0: thank you so so much I'm so grateful for you I'm so grateful for your magic I'm so grateful that we're friends I oh, know I feel me blessed. too <laughs> so blessed thank you
1: so much Karen thank you so 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 much
0: oh my pleasure and we want to thank all of our listeners either live or on the replay thank you for joining us until
1: next time lots of love everyone bye Bye.